Welcome to the Becoming Titans podcast. I'm Russ Yeager, founder and CEO of Body Transformation University. I help busy business owners and executives get a beach-ready body without killing themselves in the gym hours every day, giving up the foods they love, or taking away time from their family or business. I believe putting your health first is the most important thing you can do to propel your business and financial success, ignite passion in your relationships, and to live a happier, more fulfilled life. Stick around to the end of the show and we'll reveal how you can be our next guest on one of the fastest growing inspirational podcasts on the planet in 15 to 20 minutes. Let's go. Welcome, Josh Takeman, to the Becoming Titans podcast. We're so glad you're here. Could you tell us a little bit about who you are and what your business is? Uh, great, and thank you for having me. My name is Josh Takeman. I'm founder of eBoost, which is clean fuel for a better you, sports nutrition products in the form of healthy everyday energy powders, clean pre-workouts and BCA on the powder side. And then we have a 12-ounce lightly carbonated healthy energy drink. That not only tastes great, but it's loaded with 10 vitamins and minerals. Wow. You really know your stuff. <laughs> As you should. I try. I try. That was very good. Um, so tell me about some of the two or three milestones that were turning points to where you um, got to today. Uh, milestones in my business. I, I would your say the business big... Or your life on how you... Where did How did you get into the energy drink business and the powder business? Um. You know, my pre in my previous life, I worked in the music industry and I was always working in the urban hip hop music community. And then when I left, uh, I worked for Puffy for five years at Bad Boy Entertainment. Oh, wow. And I did a lot of deals like bringing brands and business opportunities to artists and cross marketing. And, and I was doing more or less all of his venture business and creating new business opportunities for him. And when I left and started my own agency, I was doing similar stuff for other artists and brands and was working on a line of vitamins for 50 cent called G-Unit Vitamins. And unfortunately, that deal never ended up going through. And I was having lunch with a friend and he's just like, well, it just seems like there's a void in the marketplace for kind of healthy, clean, better for you energy powders, not even drinks, something that's easy on the go, something you could put in your purse or your gym bag or keep in your drawer said, you know, there's emergency, there's airborne, which was exploding at the time. But why is there really no clean, healthy energy powders? And that was the impetus for the idea and naively went down that path and created the product. That's fantastic. Um, so how long ago was this? Because there's, you know, a lot of energy drinks out there now. Well, there's no shortage of energy drinks. Uh, this was over 10 years ago. It was probably 11 oh. years ago when we started, but we just launched our energy physical drink, uh, just less than two years ago. How long did it take you to create your products from beginning to getting them out the door to customers? Well, the original guy we were going to partner with on the powders, who was a big player in the space, we worked with him for, for about nine months. And I just knew he wasn't the right partner on the last sample that he delivered to us. And there was like floating particles on the top and he was stabbing them with a spoon and saying, no, it's fine. <laughs> like it's not fine. The consumer experience is 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 of the utmost importance. This has to violently dissolve. It has to taste great, and it has to look great. You can't have floating particles. And he's an unbelievable uh, scientist, an unbelievable product creator, but he just didn't understand the consumer experience or the branding and marketing. 
So at that point, I said, I need to find a new partner. And thank God I had a friend that was in the industry and he hooked me up with a real Titan in the space. And so I went and met with him. The guy, he's like, I got it. I know exactly where you want to come back in three days, came back in three days and he delivered a great sample. And then we just, we just optimized from there, but we're closely with his lab. And at the end of the day, it has to taste good to, to me and my partner and we have to feel the efficacy. Uh, so we truly are the, the best samplers because we know what we want to take every day. Yeah, nobody wants a big chunk of powder coming up their straw, no. do they? <laughs> no, and so many powders in so many categories, they clump, they don't taste good, they float. So that the experience is important. Yeah, it is. Now, it's hard to get a, a healthy natural drink, that being said, with um, healthy products without it clumping, right? Because clumping is an issue, but then they usually have to add additives to get it to not clump, correct? I, it depends on the product and, and, and what agents are using, but it, it all depends. But for some reason- Was that a hard thing for you guys to figure out? Yeah, it, it took a while, right? You Because you want to deliver on taste and efficacy and it, taste is a very subjective thing. So- we drilled down and you didn't want to make compromises or just say, you know, good was the enemy of great when you, when, when you're creating samples, right? Well, if it's just good enough, then it's not great. And our motto is like, if it's not great, then let's not, let's keep going. So I love that you, it was nine months uh, with this scientist and then a matter of days with this other person uh, what do you have to say to somebody who's trying to create a product and they may be beating their head up against the wall for nine months now? Um, when do you know to change uh, partners? Well, listen, sometimes it's good to have a second, third group in development or trying or testing other things. It's no different like in business. You always want three quotes. So if if and unfortunately, a lot of times if they haven't delivered in nine months, then they just haven't figured it out. And it's going to be a painful forward-looking pro- process because if they're having that much challenges on the initial product project, wait until you get to more. So everything is about you want to have a fluid relationship with whoever your partners are, and you want to know that they're capable on delivering your expectations. So what happened after you got that produced in you know a couple of days? How did your business flow after that? How quickly did it grow? Because you had a lot of education in your back pocket that maybe a lot of people didn't have before, um, before they created a product. Yeah, I mean, listen, then then then, then the, the clock started ticking. Then we had to order the product. We had to order packaging. We had to get our set up our website. You know, there was a lot of things that you had to do in parallel. So by the time that the product actually got manufactured and shipped to your fulfillment center, that you were ready for business. So we had our website ready to go. You know, we had marketing material ready to go. We had some existing clients that we needed to service, you know, pre-product. So we kind of already had a little bit of a head start, but it's an overwhelming um, task, you know, launching a product and all the, all, the, all the boxes that you have to check in order to be ready for business. Did you have employees in place to help you with that? Or was this like a solo project? It was, it was kind of me and my founding partner, um, but it was really me. And then I had one or two people that kind of assisted. Uh, they weren't full-time employees, but they were support staff. And then they grew into full-time employees. And how, how many employees do you have now? Uh, we're still a small team. We're like 11 people. 
Well, that's still really a decent sized team to make this happen. That's pretty incredible. How do you manage a team of 11 people? Um, What's your leadership like and what does that look like to keep them encouraged and uh, moving forward in your business? um, Thank God I have an amazing COO and he's the rah-rah, keep everyone motivated and excited and crazy attention to detail and just emotionally always available for everyone and was really amazing at just keeping the, everyone's morale high and solving problems and keeping everyone uh, fully up to date on communication. And then I kind of come over the top of him. I'd say I'm more of a spirit, spiritual advisor. I, I, I come in with a little bit of the rah-rah, but he really does from top to bottom, all the things necessary to communicate appropriately with your team, keep them excited, keep them motivated, address problems quickly Um you know, manage emotions and try and really get everyone aligned on executing. What's been some of your biggest struggles as far as with customer service and keeping customers happy, building that um, trust, know, like, and trust with customers? I mean, I would say we've done a great job at that. We have an amazing woman, Mara, that manages all of our customer service. And we always yield on the side of the customer. If they're unhappy, it's like, what can we do to make you happy? We don't push back. We don't fight. Oh, I want to return the product. Great. Return the product. Oh, I don't actually have it all, which means they they drank it. It's like, fine. We'll just give you a refund. So I'd rather err on the side of like giving them a really good experience than bickering with them, especially if they're trying to haggle with you over something. So we always err on the side of like, let's just give them the best experience possible. So at the end of the day, they can only say good things about us. Yeah, because, you know, 20 bucks for a product versus bad reviews for the rest of their lives, right? Mm -hmm. And and Mm -hmm. personal reviews are the ones that sell the most. Yeah, but listen, there's certain things that are just completely out of your control over this pandemic. Shipping was horrible. The UPS and and USPS. Oh, yeah. They were weeks delayed on packages, which were completely out of our control. And everyone was going through similar circumstances. But the customer doesn't know that. They're not concerned about those problems. They're just like, I usually get my product within four days and it's now been 12. What are you going to do about it? Yeah. Amazon kind of hurt us with that, right? It's like next day service. It wasn't just them. It was, it was all the, all the delivery services. So we spent a lot of money like overnighting product and like double shipping people and saying, keep it when it comes and we'll ship you more. So um, not everyone was so sympathetic about the situation. So how did, what were some of the big things that you learned during that, that you um, adjusted your business accordingly? Just communication, you know, especially when people were ordering, we included like, listen, you uh, because of COVID, shipping has been delayed out of our control. So the more that we can over communicate to them to, on what they can expect, the easier it was. And so how did you manage balancing your business and life during COVID? Because I would imagine that things got busier because of all of the issues that you had to get work with. Yeah, I mean, it it was a challenging time, right? Everyone got blindsided by something they had no no expectation was coming down the pipe. And you didn't really know how to address it because you didn't know where the beginning, middle or end was. You just knew that there was this global pandemic and fear was in you know everyone's mind because they're watching the news. So there was a lot of things that you had to juggle in terms of employees, their morale. Um, you know, in the back of their mind, like, are we going to still have a job? Like, is this going to go out of business because if retail's done and people are dying all over the country, like, you know, people panicked in a lot of ways. So we tried to stay at the course and our, ironically, our business actually grew and got bigger. You know, we're up 26% 
wow. post-pandemic. So we really buttoned down and really dialed into our direct-to-consumer and our Amazon business. Um, but most for, for the most part, retail was down. I mean, barely even available. Oh, wow. And, and we're in a lot of corporate offices and gyms, and those were basically down to zero. So we lost a lot of our big channels, but our team got really smart and sophisticated in finding new revenue streams. So you have a new product, the energy drink. Did that? Did you create that during COVID? Well, it wasn't during COVID. We launched it pre-COVID, but it's basically an extension of our super powder. And we partner with Arizona Beverages and they're our partner on it. And they help bring it to life. They make it. They help us distribute it. They help us sell it. Uh, they've just been a great partner for us. So what platforms are the best place for people to connect with you and learn more about your company and your products? Uh, LinkedIn is really good. Instagram, I'm heavy on Instagram. Uh, eBoost.com is probably the best place to go for the products. For me, I would say LinkedIn or Instagram is where I'm most accessible. And I guess your products in Target and Amazon, on Amazon from what I could tell, right? Yeah, Target. Uh, we're in a thousand CVSs. All the sprouts, all the lifetime fitnesses, berries, some regions of Whole Foods. Um, and then, you know, Amazon, obviously, most everyone has Prime, so you can get free shipping or you can go to eBoost.com. So I know before we got on here, you showed me some of your drinks. If you want to show us what those containers look like. So if you're in the store or in a... If you're in the store, if you're in one of those targets and you see this, buy it. Or kick in a can. If you're in CVS and you see either one of these, buy it. <laughs> if you're anywhere in the world and you see these, buy it. <laughs> and buy one for a friend, they'll thank you. Well, I appreciate your time, Josh, and you added a lot of value in sharing your journey with us and how you were able to pivot, and especially for people who may have products that they want to get out there in the world. Okay. Well, thank you. I appreciate it. Thank you. Rush Yeager here. Thanks so much for listening to the Becoming Titans podcast. If you're a successful business owner, entrepreneur, or executive, consider your company as having a true purpose and would like to be a guest on this program, please visit rushyeager.com forward slash apply. And hey, if you got value out of the interview today, I'd be so grateful if you simply would share it on your favorite social media platform. And if you know someone who would be a great guest for the show, tag them on social media to let them know about it and include hashtag becoming titans. I love seeing you guys' posts and guest suggestions. We're regularly putting out new episodes and content, so to make sure you don't miss any episodes, go ahead and subscribe to the podcast. Your thumbs up, ratings, and reviews go a long way to help promote the show and really mean a lot to me and my team. If you want to know more about what I do, go to rushyager.com or follow me on LinkedIn, Facebook, or Instagram, all under my name. Thanks again for listening. Have an awesome day, and we'll see you next time.